0: A good Erev Shabbos. Shkoyach to those who are here early, we continue to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos to be able to extend, expand and extend the holiness, the sanctity, to tap into that well even before it's thrust upon us against our will, against our choice. And that's perhaps the most transformative. As opposed to Mechadosh Yisrael Vazmanim, as opposed to Yontif, which requires Jews to set the calendar, Chazalah, a language that Shabbos is Omeid, Shabbos stands, Shabbos comes upon us automatically. Every seventh day, whether you like it or not, it's Shabbos. So if you're a last-minute Jew, if you wait till the sun sets, if you wait till the candle lighting, you have no choice. There's no negotiating. When the sun is setting, Shabbos is upon you. But if you're Mechabah Shabbos early, you come a few minutes early, you make a commitment to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, that's a real Shabbos Jew. Because then you're not just having Shabbos being thrust upon you, it's not coerced but you've made the choice to Osef Shabbos, to add to Shabbos, to expand Shabbos, we show that we really are embracing, we really value, and we really immerse ourselves in the transformative quality of what Shabbos is all about. We've been learning a piece by the Slonim Rebbe on Kabbalah Shabbos, on the anticipation, the longing, the countdown, the wait to get to Shabbos. And when we last left off, we talked about how Rabbeinu Hananel understood the Gemara about rats, the one who runs on Erev Shabbos, Vehizik is Chavero, and damages a friend is exempt. Not running in a rush to get ready, but maraked, Running because they're dancing, they're joyous, they're happy. There's a bounce in your step, you're dancing your way into Shabbos. So we left off. Perhaps this is the origin of the custom that many have to recite Shira Shirim on Erev Shabbos. If you open the Siddur, you'll see Shira Shirim, the Song of Songs. What does Shira Shirim have to do with Shabbos? We identify, we associate Shira Shirim with Pesach. We associate Shir Shirim with other occasions. What does Shir Shirim have to do with Shabbos? He writes Because the part of Tanakh that best captures, that best communicates this love affair, this longing, this bond, this commitment, this yearning, is Shir Shirim. In all the other metaphors in Torah, we see father and child. We long for our Father, and we are His children. As it says, person has a love affair, lovesick. You know, in a healthy, mar- in a healthy marriage, if a member of the uh, marriage is away on a business trip, is away for a few days, away for a week, by the time they come to Shabbos, they're longing to be reunited, to see one another, to share, to communicate, to be together again. There's a longing. If there's no longing, if there's no absence making the heart grow fonder, we've got other challenges. True in the physical realm of marriage, it's true in the relationship with Hashem. If an absence from Hashem doesn't create a longing, doesn't make the heart grow fonder, one needs a spiritual checkup. One needs to check what's going on. So cholas ava ani. There's a lovesickness. When you're infatuated, when you're in love, when you're longing, there's a desire, a burning desire to be together. This is the language that captures how we articulate the love affair between Knesset the Jewish people, and our beloved. Our soul is aching out of love to be together with Hashem. The whole week long we don't have time. Who has time? Even those who are able to carve out time and steal time, to learn, to daven, but the week is filled with the hustle and bustle and chaos, the to-do lists and tasks, the responsibilities. And so the whole week is filled with regret, guilt. I wish we could be spending more time. I wish we could carve out more time. Relationships require time. They require quality time. They require fun time. They require communication. And all week long, we're distracted and we're divided, and all we're left with is feeling guilty. We can't give the people in our lives and the Abish the Ribonish the Almighty in our life, the time that He and that our relationship deserve. And so we long for the vacation. Long for the vacation, the getaway, the opportunity to be together, to cut out and shut out all the distractions. Shabbos is that 25-hour reprieve, that vacation that we're able to shut out and shut off from the rest of the world, its responsibilities, tasks and to-do lists, its chaos, its pressures and stresses, and simply to be able to spend that time with Hashem, So we're lovesick, we can't wait, we're counting down. When a person has a vacation coming up, when a person has a romantic getaway, when a person has the opportunity to disconnect and to recharge, there's a countdown clock. They're crossing off the dates on the calendar. The whole week long, that's our attitude towards Shabbos. I'm waiting, I'm counting down, I'm anticipating, I'm longing. I just want to spend some quality time with Hashem. I want a davening where I'm not on the clock and there's nothing buzzing or beeping or vibrating in my pocket. Telling me I have to be somewhere else, or all the things I have to do that I'm that I'm being delinquent on Shabbos. I could just be, be present, be lost, be thoughtful and mindful in my in my davening, in my learning, in my conversations, in my song, even in my own Shabbos, in my eating, in every aspect, in every aspect of it. So that's our love, our longing for Him, our love sickness but it's also reciprocated. Hashem feels that same way towards us. We have the beautiful, the beautiful passage, and I see all these descriptions. And the ramam describes this love. describes this love. When you're infatuated, when you're obsessed with something, you can't stop thinking about it. And you don't stop talking about it. You don't stop checking in on it. You don't stop telling others about it. You fell in love with a new artist, a new singer, a new song, a new, used to call it a new album, a new CD. Now a new playlist, a new song. And all you want to do is tell everyone about it. And all you do is listen to it on repeat over and over again. Friday, I listen to Echsof about 400 times every Friday, on repeat, over and over and over again. When you fall in love, when it's moving you, you just want to tell everyone and then you text it to everyone you know. You got to listen to it with me. Fall in love with the stock, you just keep checking the stock market. Moved up a penny, down a penny, sideways a penny. It didn't move at all, the market was closed, but you still kept checking the stock market because uh, you're so curious and you're so connected. You love a sports team. You just keep checking the box score and the score. All of these things, whatever we're infatuated, whatever we're obsessed with, whatever we're in love with, we can't stop checking, thinking, going back to And that's what is a description. So Shabbos is not what we think from a sort of secular or mundane point of view, a day off. It's not just a day to recharge batteries. It's not just a day to sleep, though it has very great value. It adds in catching up on sleep. It's not just a day to eat, it's not just a day to socialize and make conversation, but the core of Shabbos at its center is a day to not only renew, reestablish, but reinvigorate their relationship with Hashem, the most important relationship in our life, the foundation of all the other relationships in our lives for which all the other relationships are really a metaphor for the one we have with Him. So just like the best part of Shabbos, is being able to spend time with your family, when all week long everyone's running in another direction, all week long everyone's on their technology, all week long you can't get anyone's attention or you can't hold it for more than a moment, and Shabbos comes, conversations, singing, divrei Torah, board games, a nap on the couch, reading books together, whatever you're doing. So among the people, among the beings that you can't wait, that you long, that you count down, that you yearn, that you're lovesick to finally carve out that time, is a kalish Baruch and says the Selanah Rebbe, that's the origin of the custom of reading Shira Shirim. Because by the time the week has gone by and we've been somewhat distanced or alienated from Hashem, we can forget that love affair. We can forget that infatuation. Absence should make our heart grow fonder, but in the case of a being that we can't see, hear, touch, or feel, or smell, sometimes it can do the opposite. So we read Shir Hashirim on Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. You know, you, read, you go read the... You, you watch your wedding video every Friday afternoon. You reread your wedding album every Friday afternoon. Right before you go on your romantic getaway and you've carved out that vacation, you reread the love notes you used to send each other. You go back to your dating and the... If you were dating when there were text messages or emails, you used to send each other. So similarly, Friday, right before we go and immerse ourselves into these 25 hours of a romantic getaway with Hashem, of finding the time with him when we make excuses all week long, while we're always cutting every conversation with him short, we energize it by first reading Shir Hashirim. Because we have this love that simply we will not allow it to be extinguished. There's a burning fire inside us. We're going crazy from it. We're just obsessed and infatuated. And Shir Hashirim reminds us, of that model of a relationship, of that yearning, of that desire. It reminds us that on Shabbos, not just catching up on sleep, and not just catching up on conversation, and not just catching up on reading, it's catching up on a relationship with a Kosh and that has to be part of the agenda. It has to be part of the plan. It has to be part of the conversation. This how do we bring Hashem, how do we talk about Him, how do we make sure He's invited and He's present at our Shabbos table? And in every aspect of our Shabbos, how do we carve that time so that our reading is really bringing us close to Hashem, we're reading something that we're learning? How do we use the davening in a way which is not only longer because there's more pages in the Siddur, but we are less distracted or eager to have to be anywhere else? If what I'm saying is familiar to you, then God bless. You. You're a Shabbos Jew, you understand it, and it's incredible what Shabbos is, what it does for us. You know, the metaphor for me is you look at your phone and the battery's dying. First, when it gets to 25%, a quarter full, you're starting to panic. Quarter full, I'm not near an outlet. When's my next stop? If you're traveling, 15%, 10%, you put on the you know, low power mode. What can you shut down? You turn the brightness of the screen all the way off. Make sure you're disconnected from Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. You're getting desperate. 5%, 3%. And when you get somewhere, there's an outlet, there's a plug. Oh, it's it gives you a life, you can plug it in, there's hope, and you watch that battery level come up, 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 and you're good to go. You feel like, okay, good, now I'm recharged. Now I can go out again. Now I can go out of my conversations. Now I can do what I need to do. By the time Friday afternoon comes around, we should see that battery level all the way down. And we plug in, we're plugging into Hashem. We're not just plugging into the pillow and blanket. You're not just plugging into the, the chicken soup and the matzo ball. You're not just plugging into cuddling up with a book. Plugging, up, plugging into our neshama, our soul has been depleted by the sense of responsibility and obligations, by being divided into tasks, and it is the very essence, it gives us our very life force. end. I said in the Parsha class, on this week's Parsha, though I try not to intermingle that with this particular topic, but it says in Pasha's mishpatah, in the story of one who damages another, and the five things that the one who damages owes the damaged party, and one of the mesheves, a person was unable to work, and they weren't able to earn their wages. So the one who damaged them has to cover their wages while they are out of work, while they are busy recovering and recuperating. So the Pesach says, vrak shivto yitain vrapo yirapay. Shivto, sheves. Sheves like Shabbos. They've taken off from work. They've been at rest from being able to earn an income. You got to cover their income since you're the one who damaged them and you caused that loss of wages. But says the Vizhnetzarebbe, the imrechayim, no. Rakh Shivto Yitain, Shivto means shabbat You have to give someone back their Shabbos. Verapoh All week long we're injured and we're damaged. All week long we're depleted. All week long we're desperate to be rejuvenated, renewed. We long to be healed. You know what heals a Jew. You know what brings us back to life. Rakh Shivto Yitain, Shivto, His Shabbos. Give someone back their Shabbos. Give someone back the ability to be connected. Give someone back that... Acknowledgement that they have a neshama, a soul, shivto yitain, give someone back their Shabbos, verapoh and it can heal all the injuries of the week. I get an of Shabbos.